This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We are looking at the landmark ruling that has been described as a major victory for fathers, where the North Gauteng High Court in Pretoria jailed a mother for 12 months for denying a father access to his child, despite two court orders. And right now we're talking to attorney and social commentator Isaac Musilani. Isaac, good morning. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good morning. Uh, thank you for having me and compliments uh, to the new season. Compliments for the new season, of course. Now, this case that we are discussing this morning, um, it's not a surprise that this ruling has been trending since Monday. But maybe try to break it down for us. What were some of the highlights from this particular case that you picked up? Um, so this case uh, involves parents who are going through a divorce and uh, they then uh, uh, did what we call an interim application in Somebody during the divorce, you can do an interim application where you request a court to give interim maintenance, interim contact and access uh, of a minor child. So there was an interim parental plan that allowed uh, the father to have contact and access to minor children. Under normal circumstance where you are uh, finalizing divorce, you can have a parental plan uh, as part of the settlement agreement which gives provision to contact and access uh, to the minor child as a parent. And under Section 35 of the Children's Act, where it deals with parental plans, if a person violates a parental plan, that person has committed an offence and can be uh, sentenced to uh, to prison for 12 months. Were there other reasons listed by the judge in addition to the one you've just given us? No, but, you know, uh, under normal circumstances, if you violate once, you were supposed to be arrested. But this lady has violated the parental the court order twice. She violated it once and the gentleman brought an application for contempt of a court order and the court then placed in contempt of a court and suspended the sentence and allowed uh, uh, to give an opportunity in other words, given a second an opportunity to allow the, uh, the father access and contact with the minor children and she still violated that particular court order. And so she violated two court orders and, and therefore there was no any other option for the court other than to send her to prison. Okay, is this like a norm? Is this something that would popularly happen in the country? Or is this one of those cases that, you know, everyone is surprised to say, okay, this is the first time we've seen this? To be frank with the public, it's the first time it's in the public. But uh, it's been a while now we've done a couple of those matters. Because under normal circumstances, the Children's Act does not say we must approach court if that happens. It just says that somebody who has violated a parental plan is guilty of an offense. And therefore... If somebody has refused your access to your child because they violated an agreement that exists, which is a court order, you usually approach the police station and lay a charge against the person, and the person will be arrested, and they'll be brought in. There will be inquiry as to why is this person refusing access. But um, that is sort of a, a long-distance route, and, and in recent times what we have tried to do is we would approach the court to say that the person who's refusing contact and access um, is in contempt of a court order, and therefore we request that this person be directed to prison or suspended sentence as long as that person within that period does not continue to violate the court order. So it's something that has been happening a lot, and we've been talking about it because it, it's sort of an epidemic of, of parents refusing the other parents' access to, the minor, to their minor children or minor child. Sure. So what happens to the child while the mother is in jail? Does the father get automatic... 
um, you know, custody of the child or what happens? And I think that that is an important question why we don't necessarily go for direct imprisonment at the first instance or why even the Children's, what the Children's Act, the way it is, personally, I find it quite uh, unfair to the children because if you go and press charges against a man, their mother, she gets arrested. Well, most of the time, it's mothers who are refusing access. If you go um, and, and have her arrested, then you don't even get the child automatically. And that's another problem uh, because there still has to be an inquiry as to why she's refusing access. I mean, it could be, it could be that maybe you're abusive or something else. Uh, but in this instance, in this particular case, the the father then takes um, custody of the minor children. You find that some, in most instances, he's not even ready for that particular um, custody. He does not. He just wants to have um, conditional contact and access with the minor children. So there isn't any proper framework that assists the minor children, which are, for me, in my view, the most important uh, people in this whole debacle. Where. The Children's Act does not really protect them as to what happens when the mother is in jail, uh, for that matter. Yeah, this is very complicated. You know, the more we talk yeah. about it, this, the more questions I have. Because I'm asking myself, so what happens at the end of the 12 months? Does the mother come out and then it's another court case that I want to leave with my child? And also before she goes to court, I mean, before she goes to prison to serve a sentence, can she bring a case forward and say, I want to have access, uh, the child must have visitation rights they must come and visit me while I'm in prison. Look, I mean, the questions that you're posing are, for me, are very good questions that as legal practitioners and as the government, we all have to sit down and take orders to visualize the practicalities of the consequences of each and every legislation that they drafted. Now, um, can a mother bring an application while in prison? Sure, she can. Whether or not it will be granted is another topic and it's over. And after she's done serving her, her and, and because we're dealing with minor children here, so we can be dealing with a child who's seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Now, after a year, when you come back as a mother from prison, what is the relationship like? What is the situation like? And what happens to the grandparents or your family as a maternal family? And uh, the public must not think that we're attacking women. We're just making an example which is most likely to happen. Sure. Uh, same as when we make examples in maintenance cases, we talk about deadbeat fathers. It doesn't mean like all fathers are deadbeat. But we're just making an example which is most likely going to happen. When you come back out of prison as a mother and there's no relationship between you and the and the children anymore or the relationship is acrimonious, that sort of integration is not addressed how it's going to happen. It's just the consequences of what just happened at that moment and that's it. And I think you're asking very valid questions that Really, we just have to wait after 12 months to see what, what transpires. Mm-hmm. Briefly, as we part ways, if the tables were turned, the father was denying the mother access, would the process be the same? I still think so. Um, as I said to you, that this is, a, this is a development in our law where, we, where practitioners are still finding ways to balance between justice and fairness. And... Uh, it, even if the tables attempt to still be the same thing, I, I foresee the the father being in contempt of a court order and then another application being brought. It depends on what legal practitioners do. As I said, in some instances, I had a similar matter last year where we, on the first instance of a violation of a parental plan, we requested that 
she be found guilty, being in contempt and directed to prison, but have the sentence suspended for 12 months. So give her another chance because it, it wouldn't make sense to have her sentenced immediately, practically. But the law says she should be or he should be. But for us, it didn't make sense because we still wanted this child who, at the end of the day, everything has to be in the best interest of this child. Mm. Uh, we still wanted that best interest to be protected. Sure. We still wanted, we just wanted to do a basop for the mother. Okay, sure. No, it's, it's, uh, it's like you're saying, it's uh, quite a very interesting one. But thank you. Thank you for coming through and talking us through this case. That's attorney and social commentator Isaac Musilani. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.